And with me this morning, I have Shelly Harrison. Hello. Good morning, Shelly. You are with the Blue Earth County Historical Society, and you've got an interesting title. We do. It's called uh, Music in Memory. It's about... Uh, but what is your title? Like oh. collections or something? Oh, or? oh yes. I, maybe then I should introduce myself. Yes, Look how yes. excited I am to talk about I know things. you are. Yes. Um, but <laughs> what is your title? It's an interesting title that I hadn't really heard of before. So I am the collections manager for the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Collections manager. Yep. So I get to manage all of the things that come in, which then overflows to exhibits and things like that. But so if you were looking to donate a wedding dress okay. or if if Dotson was looking to donate the stuff from, you know, them, which they have. It's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Um, but so think about anything that that somebody would like to save and have us collect and preserve. That would be what I would oversee. Well, let me ask you this, Shelley, because a lot of people might consider that hoarding. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> when you start collecting everything, because I was thinking of my mom, and, you know, she collected a lot of stuff, and when she moved. So how do you meet that out so you don't have just, like, a whole bunch of what, what some people might call junk? It, it's true. And and I have to tell you, for one person's junk is another man's treasure, right. you know, and everything is priceless and wonderful and fabulous. I mean, In somebody's eyes. Yes. Think that if you save the matchbook from Michael's restaurant here in town or the Century Club, yeah. somebody might be like, oh, isn't this awesome and cool? And well, think those... So, so you have limited space, yes. Shelley. So, how do you, how oh. do you do this? Obviously, you have some yes. criteria. Or yes, something. we do. It really has to be located to Blue Earth County. You okay. know, we, we we have to take that on right away. We only can store those things that okay. are uh, germane to our county. So, you know, Saint Peter has, you know, Nicollet has mm-hmm. their own. Uh, Wasika and Lasore all have their own county historical society. So that helps a little bit. That's one criteria. Yep. And then also it, it has to be something unique that we don't already have, you know, so it's not like maybe we want 37 yearbooks, but maybe if we don't have one from 1967 that was signed. Ah. So okay. everything gets to be compared. So we compare apples to apples. Gotcha. So like if, if someone were to bring in, say, a City Mouse 45, take me home, which they did, we would see how many we already had and in the say, collection. You well, say, well, we've got that. So you can keep yep. that at your... Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. very good. Well, now we're talking about music and memories, a look back at the Mankato music scene, and you are announcing now the opening of this exhibit, which is called Music and Memories, mm-hmm. a look back at the Mankato music scene, and it's a showcase that will take visitors on a nostalgic journey through Mankato's iconic live music scene, and I was saying to you, I was asking you, well, do you have such and such and such and such? You says, well, well, no, we don't, because it, this is kind of a starting point, so let's talk about where and why this all is being happening happening now well, right now it's it, it's basically happening because we got the opportunity to showcase uh, Greg Duffy's collection. And if you are anyone familiar with Greg Duffy, he has some fabulous, wonderful posters and artifacts. Now, how does things. Greg Duffy have all this? What is his connection to Blue Earth <sighs> County with all the music scene? Well, first of all, he uh, he is uh, the brother to Dan Duffy and and one of the sons of uh, Dan Duffy and the Dan Duffy Orchestra. If you remember way back when, before um, my time. But yep, yep. But but also just a fabulous fabulous uh, music enthusiast who's collected um, things from the gestures and uh, when they played with uh, for the Everly Brothers at the Cato Ballroom. Um, so he just has a treasure trove of, of things and local bands that um, have showcased um, not only the bands themselves, but the venues here in Mankato. Now this Greg, did he yeah. all of a sudden decide, uh, I, I don't know, what am I going to do with this stuff? I should do something with it? Should I 
Because, I mean, how do people decide to all of a sudden say, well, I have this stuff. Do you want it? How, do, how does that happen? That is. That is exactly what happened. Okay. You know, <laughs> yes. They, they're like, well, maybe maybe we should be thinking about what I do with all of this this wonderful stuff if, if you know, at some point in time, I, I'm no longer here. Who, yeah. who will who want, want it? it? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, he did approach us and I said, you know, maybe it would be fabulous if you curated it, brought in all of the, the wonderful things and we told the stories and talked about the memories and, and said, you know, where was this band playing compared to this band? And and uh, we uh, shared everyone's uh kind of communal memories about the music scene of Mankato. And so that is exactly what happened. So does, is it now a certain era, more or less? Because I said, well, what about, do you have Henry Bussey Jr.? Do you have Henry Bussey Sr.? I mean, who was like, became national. And you said, Big well, time. no, we don't. Yep. So oh. right now it is it is basically uh, a kind of created after, uh, curated from his collection. But okay. that doesn't mean that that's the end or the stop or, or it's that's... the start. Yes, because you have to have something to see and touch and handle and feel and say, oh, remember when? Yeah. And so music is one of those fabulous things because it is one of those, of uh, you know, tactile things you can hear and go, oh, I remember when. And well, so, except for digital music now, but... True. But True. so that's why probably you, when you got the record, you're like, wow, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking back because there's a lot of music history. I was thinking in my mind going back when I first moved here, the bands that were big time and uh, mentioned some in the past to you. And you said, well, we don't. But if there are people out there that maybe want to share, oh, let's definitely. talk about let's talk about how that happens. It's it's maybe this is a start to getting some more really interesting things. Yes. Oh, we're always open to uh, adding more things, especially to this exhibit. Um we would love to have, say, you know, uh, Terry Powell, who was a big piano player uh, just in the, the 60s and 70s. How about any of the punk bands from the 90s? Or how you about, know? I'm thinking of Miss Lona. Miss Lona, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. You probably have something from Harry uh, Bussy Sr. out there because, I mean, she's like a big aficionado of that type of music in that era so and a lot of people maybe have never heard of that but that's how you learn the history yep Yep. and so we're always looking to add more uh history and information to our collection and so uh lona i know you're out there we've talked before (laughs) i'll chat (laughs) she she i know she and tim are regular listeners so uh yeah for sure so the music and memories the blue earth county has just Historical Society wants to foster the deeper appreciation for the local musical heritage. So, I mean, do you have to have some notoriety to be considered? I mean, because, you know, the gestures, obviously, they made Mm -hmm. the charts. Yes. For example. Yes. But no, not every garage band in in Mankato and, and in Blue Earth County did. And that's the the fun of it all, is that to see how many different bands there really were out there and how many bands today still are playing. For example, um, the Ace in the Hole band. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I'm not. I have. We, I mean, in the collection that Greg gave us, there's a flyer of them playing at Friendly's Bar in 1982. And so I went researching them. And I was like, okay, what am I going to find about this band that probably no longer existed? No, they're still playing. They're playing to, uh, Friday night at the Grand in New Ulm. Who knew? You know, and right? so, so uh, these... 
all of the bands that that are there and are listed are people who just love to play music and uh, have swapped out different bands from here and there and, and combine other, you know, different bands and join two others and one leaves and go somewhere else. Well, and When you said them. that, I, I mean, I was thinking about that because I know some some band people who play in many of the different yes. local bands or even like the City Mouse who has been around yep. and a lot of my generation are very familiar with and those have played in other bands etc and so it's sort of this like you said it's a scene yep it's a switcheroo i mean but but and the thing is they all love just to play and i think that's one of the essence of of the exhibit that makes it fun is that a band may have only lasted um two years even like say the gestures but then there are some that have been around uh city mouse is a good example 50 years powerhouse is 21 years old i mean there are just uh lots of people who like to yeah. play music in in Blue Earth County and Mankato. And I have to tell you that Southern Minnesota itself is like one of the like regionally largest areas for bands. Really? Yes. And huh. they said originally that came from how many places and opportunities there were to play. So think we had like uh, youth centers like the Y and then we had, you know, bars and clubs and things like that. But every place, every community had a ballroom. Right. And I was just wondering, too, you mentioned the ballroom, Cato Ballroom, you know, that had Buddy Holly and all those. I mean, do you have collections on that? Because I know people who have stuff from that era, example. We we have some, but remember, that wasn't meant to last. And so uh, we don't have a lot. It was ephemeral. You know, they would they would play they would take it down and they would put up the next band and so if you if someone wasn't really thinking about and constantly thinking that they should be saving it lots of that um, appearance posters and publicities don't exist and one of the fabulous things that we have from the collection is all of this fantastic illustration and artwork from local artists who created these illustrations for bands because remember this is before there was publisher or you know like so like everything yes so everything is like you know like there's some fabulous psychedelic um, kind of illustrations that local artists um, have drawn. So tell me about this exhibit. It actually doesn't open until July 1st. Which is Saturday. Yeah, so it opens this Saturday and runs until the end of December. So, but what happens then? Do you put it away in a box somewhere or, or... Well, okay, yes. The things that things that people have then permanently donated to us do go into permanent storage, okay. and then we would get it out if somebody was like, "Ooh, look!" Like archiving if yep. somebody's researching or something. Yep. yep. Or um, some things get uh, taken out and put back on display depending on what they are. Oh. You know, um, so some things you might be like, "Hey, I think I've seen that before." Um, sure. But otherwise, uh, if they were just loan, they would go back out to the you know their their nice owners, and and hopefully eventually at some point in time they'll be like, you know, I'm tired of this sitting on my dining room table or on my living room wall, you can have it back. Well, for example, I was in a band for 12 years that played the area. We played a lot of, um, we did, we, we actually played and any money we were paid, we gave it to charity, for example. And you know, a lot of people probably don't even remember it anymore, but I mean, is that the kind of thing you'd yes. want? Maybe like a picture? Or oh, something? we would love that. Yes. Do you, do you have, did you have merchandise? Did you have t-shirts? Mm, well, we, Matchbooks? we did have t- t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> but but I mean, you know, that that kind of thing. Yep. So, yep. all right. So, I am just curious then, what will people see when they come on July 1st? This will be at the uh it says the Blue Earth County Histor- History Center, which is 424 Warren Street. What 
what will that be about for for when it opens July first? What can we expect? So hopefully that you'll you'll come in and you'll kind of take a journey back in time through not only like the the gestures but all of the local bands and scenes and areas, but also a trip down Front Street or even say over to uh, North Mankato to the Comfy Bar and the Century Club, those places that no longer exist in town that had live music. Remember, at one point in time, you could stand uh, kind of where Pub Five Hundred is and look all the way down to Oleander, and there were multiple places in town to like hear live music play. So we want you to step back in time and kind of uh, reimagine what the world was like way back when and not so back when, you know, that it's not that far back. So is part of this, you know, you talk about the different places band used to play. Some of them are no longer in Mm -hmm. existence. So is that part of the display saying that, you know, I haven't been around here long enough to know maybe some of them, but will we see some that would be like, oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Yep. You you should certainly remember uh, uh, places like the hurdy-gurdy, but then became RJ Noodles and uh, Finnegan's, remember, and all of those places. So there, there is kind of that nostalgic aspect yeah. to it and what was there. So even if you, you know, you weren't uh, the type of person that maybe went out to live bands, but, you know, you should have been. I mean, they were around <laughs> everywhere. We we had such a great scene. I mean, I, I imagine they said at one point in time there were 20 places and every night wow. had live music. Wow, that's amazing. I just got a note from one of our listeners. She said, Ace in the Hole is a spinoff of City Mouse as well as the Lost Walleye Orchestra. Yes. So, See? so I was obviously bringing back some memories for, for one of our listeners there. Yep. And yep. and so yep. that's the kind of thing it sounds like you yes. would love to collect. Yes, yes. And then now, but, but now this um, exhibit that you're having now, Music and Memories, is already set up in this this particular uh, collection of Greg Duffy. So with what happens to this other stuff? Does it get put somewhere and then eventually maybe it'll pop out again in another display? Or Well, what? hopefully uh, we'll still be able to add and change and oh. move and things like that. So there's there's always room and space. Uh, never uh, underestimate the power of the Historical Society to go, I can squeeze one more thing Woo. in. <laughs> yeah, Because, okay. you know, there's always room. And so you just never know. It depends on what it was. You know, if it's a matchbook, that's an easy thing to put in a sure. case. If it's a big, you know, 20 by 30 poster... It might be on a wall space somewhere, but we would love to see it and, and show it off and, and talk about something that people go, oh, I remember when. What is one of the coolest things you, in maybe your opinion, that, that uh, Greg Duffy added to the Historical Society through this this um, generous donation of, of memorabilia? Well, uh, his, his collection is outstanding, but one of the things that I find uh, just so kind of endearing is that lots of things he has, like there's a photo of uh, uh, Prince and the Pauper. It was a band that his brother was in, and they painted this this fan like a teal blue it looks like and his mother took the picture and she said this might be something to save and be important oh, at one point how in time. cute i know I love it but th- the whole point again is just to enjoy and play music and and have fun with it there's a there's a quote in a 1966 article by gus dewey and he he went on to do fabulous things yeah. but was with the gestures but but he said at the end of this article in 1966 so he's you know it's only like two years after he's playing and all of this stuff and he's like playing is fun hauling equipment is the hard part right right exactly those darn amps well you know but i'm just like isn't that a fabulous thing that even way back then he had the idea of what what and where he wanted to be and that was playing music well, so I guess a shout out to Greg Duffy and thanks for to him for kind of getting this going. And, and it says uh, uh, Duffy, along with many other local artists, loaned a significant portion of the exhibit and uh, artifacts. It's got albums, it's got photographs, it's got posters and other ephemera. And uh, 
yeah, it sounds like it encapsulates a lot of the music history, yep. but in a limited time frame. Maybe, right now. It's, yeah, right now. So I love that you're on the show to talk about hey, what do you know? What can you contribute? Because think about it. um, If it's hard to find something from uh, the 60s, which which it is, think that we hardly have anything from the 90s. You know, and and again, that that was like 30 years ago now. Well, I know, but it doesn't seem that, I mean, uh, to me, it's like the 90s. Well, that's not old. I know. So see, but but (laughs) those are all, that's what what we're working with. So, you know, Spike Haskell is a fabulous musician from Blue Earth County. And we do got stuff on that, like, uh, as well as like the Dixieland Jazz Band and, and all of that. But but we need to be around long enough to collect the things for people to go, this is still in my basement. Do you want this? I ah. still have this concert t-shirt. Would you like this? So listeners, if you are out there and, and maybe you're thinking of having a garage sale or you've got stuff in your basement, what if it's a little musty or something? Oh, that's not a problem. Okay. Well, history, I mean. history is all about that, isn't it? We, <laughs> As people, we don't get away with being neat and clean. You know, why, why would our history be that way? We love it all. I love that. So uh, obviously... You would love to have people weigh in. So, mm-hmm. Shelley, how do they contact you? How do they let you know that they might have something of interest or they just stop on down? What do you do? Oh, well, well, first of all, you know, because we are the historical site, you can always walk in the door. Okay. We, we are at 424 Warren, and we're open Tuesday through Saturday. So you can always come and just see me. You could always call. Okay. If you're in the digital aspect, I do have a website or, you know, email address and all of that, which can be found at our website. Which is? Which is blueearthcountyhistory.com. Okay. So, but um, there are multiple ways that you can contact me. So, uh, come down and see the exhibit. And Pull me aside and say, you know what I got? And, and I would be like, oh my God. Would you like a call maybe before? Like, how would people call you, Shelley? Well, uh, th- if you're looking for the phone number, it's 507-345-5566. Um, otherwise, you know, they they can always just uh, give me a ring to chat. So. I love your enthusiasm. And, and I was thinking of um, Becky Bowler, but she happens to be from St. James, Minnesota. So that wouldn't. <gasps> no. Yeah. I mean, she's, of course, internationally known it, now. It's true. But, but yes. That would be, you would probably call the Juan Juan County. Yes, that is true. But if she played in Mankato, if there was a billing that she played at the Cato. Oh, she's you know, played like, here a bunch of times. So yeah. see? Yeah. With, we, we could still rope her in. Yeah. Because you know. she, you know, she just uh, um, achieved, they, they just gave her the Minnesota Music um, <gasps> Hall of Fame. She was just one of the inductees yes, lots of the bands was. that we have uh, have our you know in your yes, your history yes, i bet have yes, been part of that as yes. well wow well i love your enthusiasm shelly so if you have anything maybe in your collection ms lona talking to you no <laughs> she might not i don't know but i just love love giving her a hard time but um you know it'd be great to to share that so other people can be a part of that too because otherwise if it's just in your basement and nobody knows about it, it's like if a tree falls in the forest does it make a sound yep we do want you to come in and kind of relive the beat and rely, uh, relive all the magic and aspects of, of music in Mankato. So we hope everyone comes down and, and you know, you can come July 1st and see it all. July 1st and then it goes through then December. So yep. it'll be there for a while. And, of course, that's not the only thing you have in your history center oh no there's lots of blue earth county history it runs the whole gamut of of you know our you know 120 years of an organization collecting things so is there anything else going on right now that you can just talk about that people who might 
come on down also might be interested in checking out? Well, um, we always have programs and events going on. We'll be at the Blue Earth County Fair at the end of July and things like that. We just did a cemetery tour, so I think you could yes. just step on and do a, a Glenwood virtual tour if you were interested. Oh. But always just check it out to see what's going on um, on our webpage because there's so many exciting things. You just never know if there'll be a, a walking tour that pops up that we, you know, we do yeah. a pub crawl right along with all of the music venues. That's great. Well, wonderful. Shelly, I just got a note from Ms. Ms. Lona. She says, I have a lot of stuff, more than you can shake a stick at. Well, maybe she'll be visiting you soon. <laughs> Why not? Yes. Oh, well, Shelly, so thank you so much. Anything else you'd like to add? I hope people will come and take a, a walk down memory lane with this new display opening on July 1st at the Blue Earth County Historical Society, or you call it the History Blue Earth County History Center. Mm-hmm. Do they call it the Historical Society anymore? Or is well, that... uh, officially we are the Historical Society because we do do all of Blue Earth County. Okay. So the building itself is the is the History, history Center. Center. Because, gotcha. you know, we, we have to be larger than just one location in Mankato. You know, people would get a little upset if we didn't talk about Pemberton and Amboy and all of our right. fabulous communities. So as, as Blue Earth County... Uh, historical society, all of those small little communities are important to us, but we have to have one location so you can find us at the History Center. Wonderful. Shelly, thank you so much. We've been chatting with Shelly Harrison, who is the title is she is the collections manager. So she's the one you might want to see if you've got any cool stuff that you think they might be interested in. And if I mean, if you're not interested, you just say, I'm sorry, we we are not interested and give it back or? Well, uh, really, it, it just really depends on what it is. It, it, and, you know, I hate to say it, but there's almost nothing. I mean, again, that's a that's a heavy line. But if, if it's about Blue Earth County and, and we think that there's a good story there, we're always interested. And it could at least be put in the archives yep. for yep. research in the future. So, so the only thing I can tell you, no, is if it, if it belongs to Nicollet County. Then I'll be like, no, that's across <laughs> the river. Um, but otherwise, there's just so many things. You'd hate to pass up on something that you're like, oh, wait, isn't that cool? Right. Okay. Well, it sounds great. Thanks, Shelly. Appreciate your time. So again, if you have anything, uh, Shelly Harrison is the person to contact at the Blue Earth County Historical Society or, or the Blue Earth County History Center. And the address again is? 424 Warren Street. Just down the hill from KMSU. So yeah. thanks, Shelly. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. That sounds like a lot of fun. I hope a lot of folks will go out and uh, check that out and maybe even contribute. All right, it is 10.54. You are listening to a Minnesota Morning. We're going to play some music to the top of the hour, and then we're going to get our Climate Connections and History lesson coming up.